in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Full time with my friends. Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I'm so glad to be back. We are in 2021. I have to say Happy New Year's to you guys because I have not had the chance to say it because the last time I put out a show, it was 2020. So Happy New Year. I pray that you guys are getting off to a, a great start in this new year. But listen, I want to I want to hop right into it. I want to talk about how we're going to be successful in 2021 as believers. And when I say successful, I'm not talking about financially or just excelling in your career, but I'm talking about your spiritual and mental well-being as a Christian. Um, we as believers, when we begin to not consider our witness before the world, we aren't walking in our God-given identity. I'm going to say that again. Whenever we begin to stop caring about our witness before the world, it is a clear sign that we are distracted because you can't be a follower and a witness for Jesus Christ at the same time. Like how we respond as believers matter. It matters how we conduct ourselves as believers. It matters. And if we're walking like the world, if we're talking like the world, if we're responding like the world, what separates us from the world? What makes us a peculiar people, as the Bible says we're called to be? And so when we look at 2020, I look at everything that that happened in 2020, the craziness, uh, COVID-19 and global lockdowns and people losing their jobs and people getting sick and dying and the left arguing with the right, the right arguing with the left, black lives matter versus make America great again. And even what we just witnessed last week where many Trump supporters and I, and I don't and listen, I don't want to get into the conspiracy theory theories of, oh, it was Antifa members that stormed the Capitol. And listen, even if it was some Antifa members, not all of those individuals who stormed the Capitol were Antifa. I'm going to just leave it there. But nevertheless, what we saw happen at the Capitol. Chaos. Anarchy. And I'm seeing how many of us as Christians have responded to the events that has transpired in 2020 and now in the beginning of 2021. And I'm seeing people say things like, hopefully 2021 will be better than 2020. As if things are going to change just because the year changed. Even if our hearts haven't. 
And see, what we what we have to understand as believers, what we're seeing in the world today is the result of men's hearts. And when I say the result of men's hearts, see, we take, if I said that sin was the issue, I would get some amens. But some of us in actuality don't believe it's our sin that's the issue. We believe it's other people's sin that's the issue. And so what happens is we find ourselves having more loyalty to our political parties and agendas than we do the kingdom of God. Oh, because the left is is out of their minds, therefore abortion and they're 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 are they are what is causing our country to decay. And so we get so focused on plucking the eyes, plucking out the trying to pluck the speck out of other people's eyes that we miss the beam in our own eye. We don't have the ability to see our wrong. And it's not, see, here's the thing. It's not about who's more wrong. Because what happens is when we begin to take the position of who's more wrong, we become self-righteous. And self-righteousness only fuels more unrighteousness. And I just, and hear me good when I say this, because many, I'm seeing people lose hope. People, and when I see, when I say I'm seeing people lose hope, I'm seeing people lose hope in the church. The ecclesia, I'm seeing people lose hope in in God. And one of the reasons why I think we see many people losing hope in God, one of the reasons outside of us just having sinful hearts is is because the example that the church is setting for the world, the world is watching us. And if we don't have love for each other, what does that say about our proclamation of faith in Christ Jesus? We begin to look like hypocrites. We begin to we begin to look like the world. We begin because of our our unloving nature towards one another, our our lack of grace and, and compassion towards one another. And so I'm, I'm seeing people lose hope. Because there needs to be a demonstration. Of God's love and compassion and the power of the gospel needs to be demonstrated by the church and so make no mistake the gospel is not flawed but it is often our application of the gospel that is flawed it's often our application of the gospel and biblical principles that is flawed See, the gospel is still the answer. But when we begin to allow our political agendas and affiliations to begin to shape 
our view of the Bible instead of allowing the Bible to be our foundation on how we view the world in our political parties. We begin to conform. And some of us can't even see ourselves and see how how far we've drifted from 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 scripture. Because we're still quoting scriptures. Some of us can't see how far we've drifted away because we're still saying that we're Christians. But we're, we don't have love for our neighbors unless our neighbors think like us, unless our neighbors talk like us. Unless our neighbors believe what we believe, we don't have love for those for others unless they believe what we believe. And that's not Bible. Jesus says the world, if, if, if you love those who love you and think like you, Jesus, in so many words, said what separates us from them? What separates us from the world when we operate on the same scale that they operate on? When, when, when we're motivated by the same things that motivate them. Jesus didn't say love your neighbor if your neighbor agrees with you. Jesus didn't say love your neighbor if your neighbor is, is against abortion like you. Jesus didn't say love your neighbor if your neighbor was was agreed with Black Lives Matter like you do. Like Jesus didn't say, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And so what I'm seeing is many of us as Christians have strayed away from the Bible. We've allowed the media to influence our worldview. We've allowed political agendas to influence our worldview. And so what I'm seeing is we've become so self-absorbed. We've become so self-absorbed and and many of us have bought into the lie that being self-absorbed is not only the way to fix your personal issues, but to fix what's wrong with the world. When in reality, The more self-absorbed we become, the more things get worse. And so I want to submit something to you to you guys today. I've heard people say that. What happened at the Capitol. With with many conservatives and Trump supporters rushing the Capitol. I've heard people say that can't be compared to the riots and the looting that we saw this past year in 2020. And I think very, I think very differently about it. And I'm just being honest, y'all. Like, I understand that when you start getting into each story, each situation, there are differences and nuances and not every situation is the same. But I think where it is very similar is we see two different groups of people 
who are on two opposite ends of the spectrum who don't agree with each other, who have different philosophies and beliefs when it comes to this country, responding in a very negative way when they feel like they aren't being heard or when they feel like they aren't getting their way. And both sides, regardless of whether their feelings are justified, their response was in violence and unrest and chaos. And so when I see this, when I see Christians feel the need to take sides feel the need to argue and, and and I'm seeing Christians arguing with each other being unloving being just nasty towards each other disrespecting each other while the world is watching it wouldn't be okay behind closed doors but doing these things in front of the world it just shows me that we have idols and we think our idols are okay because we still profess to be Christians or we or for some reason we we think our political party is synonymous with Christianity. And so therefore we lose the ability to be objective in judging even our political affiliations and our political parties. And we brush the sins of our political party under the rug or we make excuses for them and we blame conspiracy and we come up with conspiracy theories to dismiss the sin of our political parties. I truly believe that all of the things that we are seeing going wrong in the world today are a result of humanity being self-absorbed because self being self-absorbed always leads to self-destruction i know the world is telling us hey focus on you be be great focus on focus on you do, excel and, and 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 all of this stuff and we've become so self-absorbed that we aren't walking in our purpose as christians Many of us can't are addicted to social media. We, we, we just want attention. We just have to be seen and we'll go to, we'll go to great lengths to get people's attention. Even if our posts are vulgar, even if our posts promote sin, like we just got to be seen. And listen, there's nothing wrong with things like TikTok. It's nothing wrong with making posts and and things of that nature. That's not what I'm saying. But we the majority when the majority of our time is just consumed with how can I 
post and build up my following? How can I how can I get people's attention? Like we're not even moving with purpose, though. It's, it's not like we we want people's attention for the sake of advancing the gospel. We want people's attention for the sake of advancing ourselves. We want people's attention for the sake of advancing our agendas and not the kingdom agenda. And so what has happened is we have become so self-absorbed. We have began to follow the world's blueprint that says, hey, to find yourself, you have to focus all on yourself. Forget about everybody else. Focus on you. Focus on you. Be great. Learn, learn yourself, learn your truth. And and we begin to embrace ourselves, not realizing the more that we embrace ourselves, the more we bring God's judgment on the earth. See, because ultimately, and I talked about this a couple of shows ago, when I talked about free will and how God will give us over to our to a reprobate mind. God will give people over to a reprobate mind, which really means when when a person's mind is made up like they want what they want. God will ultimately give a person over to their own desires when they don't heed to his call for repentance. And so what happens is in many instances people want what they want and ultimately God will give people what they want I will go as far to say Trump as much as as many people dislike Trump you know you have people who love Trump but one thing that I believe that we as believers should all be able to agree upon when it comes to Donald Trump whether you consider yourself right or left, is that the man is self-absorbed. He's full of himself. And so I believe as a result of of us as a nation being so self-absorbed, God gave us exactly what we wanted. Donald Trump and this listen, I'm not being political or taking a side right now. Listen, I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm a I'm a Christian. So my my allegiance isn't to any party. But I believe that we will know a tree by its fruit. And when we look at a person like Donald Trump, he is a reflection of our values and and, and the way we carry ourselves. We're self-absorbed and self being self-absorbed leads to destruction. And so I believe that God has given us over as a country to our own desires. He's given us over to our, our affections. And this is why it's so important for us as Christians. This is not the time to take a political stand. This is time to take a stand for the Lord. Whose side are you on? Who is on the Lord's side? Because I know as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And so in many instances, many of us have have bought into the world's blueprint of being self-absorbed. 
And that's how you find your purpose. That's how you find out who you are. Be self-absorbed, but that's not what the Bible says. Jesus said this in Luke 9, verse 23 through 24. He says, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me. See, the, the, see, the goal has to be to go after Jesus. And after salvation, our pursuit of Christ doesn't stop. We are still pressing towards the mark. He is still the mark. We're still pressing to be like him. We're still pressing to please him. We're still pressing to walk into in sanctification. See, justification is the is the um, is the reality that we are justified. We are made holy before God. Sanctification is the process of walking that out, walking that reality out. And so, though I am justified and made right before God, there are still habits and, 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 and different mentalities that, that war against his divine nature within me. There are unrighteous desires and thoughts that I, as a believer, have to fight against daily. This is why the Bible says, let our, let our, for our minds to be renewed daily. The Bible doesn't say um, your mind was was renewed. It says renew your mind by the renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to this world by the renewing of your mind. And so our minds have to constantly be renewed as we press towards Christ. And he so and so he starts off in Luke 9, 23, and he says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, not be self-absorbed, not focus on self. He says, if any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever, verse 24, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, for my sake, will save it. See, the problem with many of us is we're trying to save our lives without being willing to lose it. We're trying to save our lives without being willing to deny our will. We're trying to save our lives without having to kill our desires and our opinions. And the result is we're trying to hold on to the Christian walk while embracing our passions and our opinions. And what ends up happening is we end up trying to merge two worldviews and it does not work like that. Self has to die. For his name's sake. For his name's sake, Philippians chapter two. This is a major key right here. Philippians chapter two, verse three, it says, Paul says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. 
When is the last time you counted someone else more significant than yourself? When is the last time you put others before yourself? For they will know that we are his disciples by the love that we have for one another. See, a lot of us try to use truth or us believing that we're right as an excuse to be unloving to others. And we mistake being unloving with each other towards people as boldness. Like you don't have to be unloving to show boldness. That's not what boldness is. And and we think because oh because I'm you saying I'm being unloving but it's it's it's, it's loving to tell you the truth. I've heard that excuse so many times. It's loving to tell you the truth. So right, that that's part of it. It's loving to tell people the truth because yeah, the Bible does say in 1 Corinthians chapter Sick of first Corinthians chapter 13 verse 6 that that love does not rejoice in evil love does not rejoice in wrongdoing but rejoices with the truth so we know that truth is a part of love but that isn't the only thing that marks what love is because you can tell somebody the truth but have a nasty spirit in doing so you can actually be ungrace you can actually be un uh, lack grace and be mean spirited in telling somebody the truth and it not be from a spirit of love first corinthians chapter 13 before we get to verse 6 where it says it does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with truth it breaks down all the other things that love is. And in verse one, it starts off with saying this. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Verse two. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love. I am nothing. If I give all, if I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. And then he goes on to say, love is patient. Love is kind. Let me, let me, I'm gonna stop right there real quick. How are you showing love if you're just because you're telling people the truth, but you're not being patient and kind. It says love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. See, some of us think just because we're and listen, you can be telling the, the, the God honest truth. But if you're doing it. In arrogance lacking patience and kindness you're not doing it in love it says love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude it does not insist on its own way it is not irritable or resentful it does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with the truth so this is what this is why this is so important 
We as believers have to start loving each other. We have to start loving people. See, we have bought into a lie because we want what we want. We, we want to be right all the time. We have bought into a lie that we can't show compassion like truth and compassion can't walk hand in hand. But the scriptures that I just read just shows that you don't have to compromise compassion and kindness to speak truth. Sometimes I feel like we think we have to drop one or the other to walk in one. Like if I'm going to tell the truth, I can't walk in, in, in kindness and patience. I can't I, 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 I if I'm going to tell the truth, I got to be arrogant. I got to be boastful. And that's the scriptures lets us know that's not love. We can be we can be we can stand on the truth of God's word and still show people compassion. People need to see this is what Jesus did for us. Yet while we were in sin, Christ died for us as he was on the cross. He says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Man, you can you can operate in truth and still show compassion. Matter of fact, the Bible commands us to do so. Some of us have such a nasty spirit. We're so unloving. We're not trying to win people to Christ. We're trying to win arguments. And I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't do it, y'all. It is time for us as the church to take our rightful place. For the gospel is still the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. To them who believe. Man, I don't want to win arguments. I want to win people to the Lord. I want to plant seeds and see God give the increase. How far have we gotten away from the Great Commission? How far have we gotten away from the teachings of our Lord? I don't feel any pressure to pick a political party anymore. When all the stuff started happening, I'm going to be honest, when all, all the things start happening in 2020, in the beginning of 2020, it was... And, and, and our our world and country was just everybody was hypersensitive with the George Floyd stuff going on, the Ahmaud Arbery and these different situations. I'll be honest, I felt I felt pressure to pick a side. But I'm way beyond that now. I'm able to call sin sin regardless of which side. A person is on because at the end of the day, I want to see all men saved. I want to see Republicans saved. I want to see leftists saved. I want to see independents saved. I want to see 
all men come into the knowledge of the truth. I don't care if you're from the country or from the city. I don't care. I want to see you saved. I want to see people saved. I want to see my neighbors saved. And my concern is that many of us have gotten away from the Great Commission. Where our Lord. Tells us in Matthew 28 verse 18 through 20, and it says, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. It is time to get back to preaching the gospel, living the gospel. And, and, and sometimes and, and we have to learn how to apologize. Like we have to learn how to apologize, like apolo- learning, like apologizing to people when we're wrong. We we are many of for many of us. We just have to always be right. But I've learned when you learn how to apologize to people, you know what it shows them? It shows them that it shows them that humility. Which is rooted in love, it shows them the love of Christ, it shows them the example of of a disciple of Christ. It shows them that you don't have an ego. It, It shows them that you have a different goal than just being right and winning an argument, it shows them that you actually care about them. Like, let's learn how to apologize in 2021. And I know this show has been kind of heavy, but this stuff, like this stuff has been bottled up in me. And I had to, I had to talk about it. Like, it's, we got to talk about this stuff. Like, we have to get back kingdom-minded. And unfortunately, there are some people who will hear who profess to be Christians will hear a message like this and still want to argue their their political position and try to use scripture to back up their biases. Man, it's time to cut that out. It's time to stand on the word of God and be true to the word. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Listen, I have some great content coming up. Pray for me, y'all. I'm not going to make any promises about dropping a show next week. I'm in a different... Listen, I love putting out content for you guys. Um, My life is much, much more busy now. Um, And, and, and my priorities to my family and, 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 and the things that I have going on have kind of shifted this year. But listen, God willing, I will be dropping another episode next week, next Wednesday. Listen, make sure you guys go to pathofrevelationnow.com. Leave your prayer requests and, and things of that nature. I'm still going to check that and, and make sure I'm praying for you guys. And listen, I love you guys. You have been tuned in to the Path of Revelation podcast. And this is where the culture meets scripture. <laughs>